This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by the universe, and so is everything else you see in existence. Thanks to the universe, we have the ability to think for ourselves, experience all the universe has to offer, and make beautiful creations that inspire and influence others. Each and every one of us is a different part of the universe experiencing itself in our own unique way. We are like separate drops of water in the same ocean. So don't thank us for this wonderful podcast. Thank the universe. How do you give thanks to the universe? Next time you see someone you don't know, give them a friendly smile and say hello. Call a friend or family member you haven't spoken to in a while and ask them how they're doing. Or volunteer your time to a cause to help others. Remember, what goes around comes around. The universe. Perfection comes from 14 billion years of experience. And welcome, dear guests. I present to you a smorgasbord of perfectly cooked and seasoned episode of the Two Dudes in LA podcast. In this episode, the dudes discuss the E3 Expo, and then Robert stops by to share his complaints on the subject. Then the dudes express their sadness and love for Anthony Bourdain. After that, the dudes play Don't You Dare Laugh as they try not to giggle at a kid in a spelling bee. Then they answer listener emails and answer a few would-you-rather questions. Finally, they close with an excerpt from the novel Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So grab some authentic, real silverware and lick your lips as we gift your palate with yet another episode of the TDLA Podcast. Watson? What? Give me a beat. <laughs> Welcome back, all you lovely people. What do you want? The TDLA podcast. This don't rhyme because we don't rap. I am Waddy coming from your potty, thinking that you want my body, but I don't want it. I want something smooth, thick and smart like uh, this groove, coming at you faster than Childish Gambino, making you think that I'm... The steam of crap, baby. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Wow. So that's just a taste of our first album. I think that was the beginning and end of our rap career. If I'm just going to say That's track one of the TDLA album. (laughs) Wow. That's going to come out, huh? Yep. Okay. Good for you. I I, I support that. (laughs) How's it going, shiny boy? How are you? Yeah, doing all right. How are you? Audience. Oh. Wait, audience, how are you? Yay! Yeah. Looking foin. Foin as ever. A live um, audience here, as yeah. always. Uh, uh, while we were just about to start the podcast, I got the worst thing to appear on your computer, uh, which is my disk space was full. Oh. So now I'm just like, okay... But I'm not going to deal with this now. I'll deal with it later. But, <laughs> but thank you for rapping because that got me. Did, I did Some not time. think about that. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Sean, man, we're here. It's another podcast. 
It's another later podcast that we're recording, but you know that this is when the goofy stuff happens. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? We don't. We're not fresh off our minds. We got. We just experienced the whole world for the entire day, and now we sum it up with one question: How are you? How was your week? Uh, I was, was a good week. You know, okay. just working full time now. Um, nice. And then this weekend, I had <clears throat> I had uh, week two of my my training. Um, awesome. If you listen last week, I had to like drive out to another city to another Best Buy location and sit down in this class with some people. But this weekend, um, you know, some of them are in town from far away, so Best Buy's got them like rooms at a hotel, and so we like went to the hotel and played uh, volleyball at the pool. Oh, and nice! Went out and had chilies and baby back ribs. Um, I want my baby back, baby <laughs> back, baby back. Yeah. Um, no, I had actually, um, their honey chipotle crispers, crispers dude. on waffles. Stop. Yes. That's amazing. So good. I was just like, nice. I just, you know, I just wanted to pull out my kazoo and be like, hmm. go into the classics. Yeah. yeah. You know, I wanted to, one of these times we should do a food challenge. Mm. Like I've always wanted to do that, especially if we film it. Speaking of, are we? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. You're right. You talk for a sec. Okay. But basically what I want to do is I want to uh, do a challenge where we like, we get three, like just cheeseburgers, right? From like Wendy's. Uh, Burger King and McDonald's or something. And then we eat them and then we like decide like a la Rhett and Link maybe which one's better and then you know we guess which one are they from. So I don't think I could eat three cheeseburgers. We just take a bite. I'm just going to be like (laughs) Oh. Using all three. Nice. That would be me. Well I think we would just take a bite of each and then just like decide from that. Okay. Then we could do chicken nuggets I don't know. Maybe we could do like a foodie episode. That'd yeah. be cool. Food episode. Food episode. Can't go wrong with food. Um, that's awesome. So are you liking your job? Oh, and then so then I borrowed your card game. Um, joking hazard. Joking hazard. So for those who don't know, it's if you've played like Cards Against Humanity, you know somebody puts one card down. And then you pick, you throw down one of your cards to try and make that card funny. So great. Cyanide and Happiness. Right. But Cyanide and Happiness, they're like a, a comic. And so somebody puts down one panel of a comic and then you put two panels in to make a three-panel comic. Yep. And it's... it's very yeah. recommend. <laughs> yes. It's a good time. Yeah. And so I, I, got, I brought that. Thank you for letting me use it. And then we had a, we had a good time playing that. Nice. And... Went car shopping today. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I went browsing. Are you go? Are you going the private seller route, or are you going to go a DM or a DMV? Always dealers. <laughs> oh, you going dealer? Yeah. Okay. Yup. Um, nice. I had a I had a 2010 Corolla, and mm-hmm. I really liked it. It was uh, very reliable. So I'm sticking with Corollas. I think I'm looking around at those. Nice. The the rental that I've been using has Bluetooth and 
a backup camera, which are two things my hey, car didn't have. Okay. So now I'm getting used to those things. So I'm like, I definitely need those features now. Nice. So that's really all I'm, I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at Corollas with Bluetooth and rear view camera. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll keep an eye out just for you because I see him all the time. Yeah. Thanks, man. How <laughs> was your week? Uh, it's insane right now because uh, the TV show The Four is happening. If you guys don't know what The Four is, it's just a show that I don't really care about. <laughs> But it's about sorry. I mean, he really loves mean. it, Fox. I love it, Fox. Oh, it's so good. Uh, it's just one. Of, it's just another musical show, like a music competition show. Uh, the difference that I do like about it is it does have rap involved, which not a lot do oh, interesting. nowadays. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even I watched the four. You're right, I Fox. Love it. Oh, Fox. <laughs> Fox. Anyway, can't get enough of singing competition shows uh, all day. Um, so, yeah, and, uh, that just happened, and it was intense, and, uh, yeah, I just have to, like, on Thursdays are just, like, hell days, basically, I just have to edit straight just for content for almost 12 hours, and it's insane, so. Wow, yeah, you were saying you had a quota of, like, 18 videos in one day or something? Yeah, it's intense. promo videos, that's yeah. crazy. But, uh, you know, but then, um, but then you get that paycheck, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh, but this weekend was awesome because a, I got to spend it with, uh, my girl, my girl, we played, we just ate food, watched movies and then played video games. Thank you for the soundtrack. Yeah, I saw that you guys watched the new guys. Or is that it? The new nice, nice guys. guys. Yeah, yeah. Highly recommend if you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, he recommended it to me and very impressed. Blows it's your mind. Uh, Ryan Gosling, Russell Crowe. Yes, very well written. Uh, it's a fun story. So check yeah. it out. Highly recommend. Um, what did you guys play? We played a way out. Nice. We played it for quite a while, so we're actually almost done. I After think. you played a way in. Oh, oh we did kidding. not have intercourse. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you uh, got the reference, though. <laughs> yes. Oh, I heard it. Just kidding, uh, Andrea. We love you. Listen. She does. Uh, She's awesome. She is awesome. So, sorry. It will not let me use the computer until I clear out the thing for some reason. I'm not going to worry about that. Okay. But uh, then, you know, my entire weekend was just full of video games. Yeah. uh, Because it's E3. Yay. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a little bit. Oh, shut up, audience. (laughs) (laughs) Shush. Oh, they loved that. Silence. Shushola. (laughs) That is a Dane Cook reference that everyone's going (laughs) to (laughs) hate. But, yeah, we talked a little bit about it last week. Um, It hadn't started yet, but... You know, they had kind of announced what they were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so now it's been happening. Yes. And I'm pumped. I watched Bethesda's last night and Sony's. we watched Sony's today. Yep. So let's let's uh, talk about some of the things. Sweet. Um, so to start off, I am a mostly a Sony PlayStation uh, PS4. Wow. I could have just <laughs> said that. Uh, player. Um, I don't mind Xbox. I just go where the games are, 
and currently right now like i owned an xbox a little while ago um but then unfortunately they did like they've mentioned they didn't have enough single player exclusives and i'm more of a story guy i'm not much of a online guy although we'll see because there was a few online games that came out that i was super pumped for uh, well, franchises that you love that are mm-hmm. now using online elements. Right. So, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, E3 happened. So the first one that happened uh, was EA. <laughs> and let me just explain to you what happened, Sean, because you said you didn't get a chance to watch it yet, right? Yeah. And just real quick, I mean, I'm sure most people know E3 is the oh, annual right. convention for video games. Exactly. Yeah. The and biggest video game convention. Yeah. Um. And so EA was the first one, and now, so yeah, Electronic Arts. Um, over the years, they've really kind of hurt their name with yes. people. So that's just c- going into what you're going to say. That's right. kind of to the fact that their so, reputation lately. Yeah, Battlefield Two, as a lot of you, if you are into gaming, know Battlefield Two really hurt them uh, because of microtransactions and not being honest and. Actually, like in Hawaii, it is now against the law for microtransactions to happen because it's considered gambling. Because you're paying money. For example, that for not all of it, but in in Battlefield's example, Battlefront's example, you pay for loot boxes, but they're random. Uh, and so it's considered gambling because you're paying for something that you don't know the outcome. This is the Star Wars shooter game. Yes. Um, so they got in big trouble for that. And then, you know, not just with the law, but then, like, their entire fan base just kind of went again. Maybe not their entire, because I know a few friends that, like, didn't care about the, the <clears throat> microtransactions. Um, but because of that, I really feel like their press conference really suffered. I felt like they were playing it really safe. Uh, for example, so they EA has the rights to make Star Wars games for the time being. That's why they made, you know, Battlefront. Uh, But uh, Respawn Entertainment, which does uh, Titanfall, Mm. they were given the license to do uh, another Star Wars game. We haven't heard about what it is forever, so this is usually when they announce it. Dude, (laughs) literally how they announced it, was the girl, who's awesome, I can't remember her name, but she's been in gaming for a while. They had her host. That was probably the only cool thing about this whole conference. Wait, wait. <clears throat> Is a girl from the Star Wars universe or the girl no. who announced it? No, the girl the girl who hosted the whole EA event, she's like a big gamer. Anytime, anytime you see, she's like GameStop's like poster girl. Like anytime you go into GameStop, they have a TV up that's like, this is what's coming out, and it's usually her. Let me just guess. Yes. Porg open world RPG. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they showed gameplay, it would have been better than what we got. Oh, man. So literally it was just her in the crowd was like, well, I was just looking around here and I found the developer for Respawn. Hey, Respawn, can you tell us anything about the game? And then he takes the mic and is like, yeah, it's called... Jedi Fallen Order or something like that. Like, I can't even remember the name. I'm going to look it up real fast. Jedi... Yep, that's what it's called, I think. Jedi Fallen Order. Yep, Jedi Fallen... Jedi Fallen Order. Can we get a release date? Uh, Sometime end of next year. Thanks, everyone. That was it. We didn't get any kind of, like, cool cinematic anything wow. or anything like that. That's all we got. Which just... How could you not expect people to be pissed off about that? 
okay? Yeah, because you're going into it with people kind of a little bit salty at yes. EA. So you'd want to do everything you could to like make <laughs> them feel good about them again, but yeah. they did not. Wow. Um. So yeah, the only like thing that came out of EA was, uh, excuse me, Anthem. So oh, Anthem is the new Bioware EA's game. EA's doing Anthem? Yeah. Well, Bioware's making it. EA is publishing it. Um, gotcha. And so, yeah. So Anthem looks pretty cool. Once again, that's one of the... I love Bioware, so like that's the only thing that makes me feel like this is something I want to try. What are some um, of the best Bioware franchises? Mass Effect. Yes. And Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, they're they're awesome. They're very good on story, you know, and that kind of thing. So uh, graphics, yeah. graphics. Yeah. This will be four player co op, so it's not going to be open online. Like I thought it was going to be something like uh, Destiny. Mm. That's what it seemed like it was heading towards. But it's going to be four players only. Um, and the 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 mechanic that they're really like focusing on, at least for marketing, is almost like I, I would describe it as like Iron Man, where yes. you have like jets on your body and you can fly openly throughout the world. And, yeah. And I even saw shots of them going from in the air to diving into the water and right. going through the waters, which yeah. looks amazing. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, super cool. So I'm interested in it. Um, I'm still nervous because they burned me really hard on Mass Effect Andromeda. But maybe it was just because they were... I only played one and two. So oh, really? Was that the third one? Uh, no, Mass Effect Andromeda is the fourth one. Wow. Yeah. Man, it's been a minute. Yeah, no, it, it's they dropped not the ball, it. huh? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it's not worth it. Uh, yeah, so... So that was EA. So that was EA, and then... Yeah, I'm just trying to go th- just buzz through all my favorite moments. Then we had... Uh, man... If my computer would work, I would look him up. <laughs> uh, but then we had, let's see, Sunday we had Bethesda, but we had, what did we have? Oh, Microsoft. Okay, so we had Microsoft I'm the next see that. day. So the biggest news that came out of Microsoft was a new Halo's coming. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Halo Infinite is what it's called. But that won't be, we didn't get any gameplay. We just got a cinematic trailer. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, uh, a new Forza, a new Gears of War. Uh, the biggest news for me, though, is that they announced uh, that they're buying... I believe they created one new one on their own, uh, and then they bought four already uh, existing gaming studios. So uh, Microsoft's biggest criticism is that <laughs> they don't have exclusives. Mm. Literally, Halo and Forza and Gears are the only ones, while... Sony just came out with God of War, Detroit Become Human, uh, all the games we watched, Last of Us, Spider-Man, those are all just going to be on PlayStation. Yeah. So they're kind of blowing it out of the water in in the exclusivity department and single-player department. Right. Because Microsoft is focused so heavy on uh, multiplayer games, but it's not working out for them. Mm. So, but... I'm trying to get through this because I don't want this to just be me talking. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, but the for me... Probably my favorite reveal of all time happened at the Microsoft, which I know you guys are like, but you're the Sony guy. But wait till I say the game, because it also comes on PlayStation 4. We got a world trailer is what I call it. Like a, what do you call it? Like a tone trailer. 
for Cyberpunk 2077. I am so pumped about that. Uh, So if you guys don't know, it's read by CD Projekt Red, I think is what you call it. And they made Witcher, which if you guys haven't played Witcher, I highly recommend. But yeah, so now they're making this one. I mean, I don't know, almost like Elder Scrolls, but you don't get to customize your guy. No, No. I think it's like, and it's also mature. So I would say it's like Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. (laughs) But you get a like... But you create your own character, so it's super gory. Not that Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls shies away from that, but this, like, you could cut a guy in half, you can cut his head off, you can, like... It's pretty gruesome. And then on top of that, there is sex scenes and <laughs> things like that. So, so that's, uh, Yeah, but that's a side note, but Cyberpunk... <laughs> yes. So those people made the Cyberpunk, which is basically, like, futuristic, um, yeah. like... <laughs> Almost like Fifth Element. Oh, totally! Like Blade Runner, Fifth yeah. Element, like all those. Like, it, what I what I think it's going to be about, because I've watched the trailer a billion times. They haven't really given us much about what it is, except for that you get to create your own character from scratch. Um, it'll be like there'll be no microtransactions or anything like that. Everything will be free. Um, open world. Open world. And uh, it'll be like The Witcher. They they talk about how it's like The Witcher a lot, which I'm very excited about because what I love about The Witcher, I've played everything that Witcher came out with. Like, they're two big uh, side games and everything like that. Uh, is that every single... So, you know, there's side questing games, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, sorry. Have you played Witcher? A little bit. Okay. Well, and then you might already know this. There's side quests in games all the time, but usually... When, like, this happens in Assassin's Creed, it bugs the crap out of me. But usually, like, when you go to a a side quest, it doesn't warrant a need to do, like, a cinematic, like, thing intro into. So it doesn't feel like the side quest is important at all, right? Because sometimes it just feels like the camera just stays where it is. You go up and talk to somebody, and they're like, "Help me! My daughter's been kidnapped. Right. Can you save her?" <laughs> it doesn't break away from the gameplay. Shot. Right, it's just like there. But Witcher, on the other hand, it makes it feel like every single side quest is important. So, like, yeah, you'll be going on the main quest, and then like something happens, uh, which that's that's also really cool. Is that a lot of side quests just come to you, like you don't have to go in search of them. Mm. Um, but it just makes feel like every single side quest, every single thing is important. That scared me for a second, but <laughs> uh, so that's why I'm really excited about this game and the fact that you can create your own player. I think is really cool. Sorry, and what I was getting at is why I th- what I think the game is about is about you being a cyberpunk, where it looks like there's these big corporations controlling a lot of things, and I think you're literally like a punk. Where, like, you're fighting corporation. Or I guess yeah, that's your yeah, choice. Yeah. You can choose to do that, I guess. But Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. That's um, cool. And then we'll just try and jet through the other ones because they weren't too great. Well, Bethesda was awesome. So Bethesda, we got Fallout 76, which at first I was like, if it's going to be an MMO game, I'm not interested. But after seeing some gameplay and really kind of thinking about it, I am going to pre-order it and try it. Did you ever watch that video I told you about of the guy drinking Tabasco? No, I don't think so. For oh, what yeah. again? The so when they first announced Fallout seventy six, this gamer was like, 
Um, I bet it's another New Vegas or an extension of New Vegas. Oh, right. If not, I'll drink, drink the whole, whole thing. That's <laughs> right. I do remember that. I'll have to show it to you. Yes. He takes it like a champ. Um, so, yeah, but that's what I was talking about where, um, you know, they took a franchise that we both like yes. and it's now multiplayer. So that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try it. I'm going to pre-order it next paycheck because uh, you get access to the beta. And no, uh, I guess we don't want to get too into technicalities, but one thing that that's probably going to take out, take away from Fallout that uh, has been a big theme throughout the previous ones is uh, this gameplay called Vats. Right. So if you're fighting a monster, you can zoom in on its body and select if you want to shoot like its head or its stomach yeah. or its shoulders or its legs. And it tells you like how like the percentage of hitting that and whatever. Yeah. And but, when you do it, time slows down. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it basically like freezes almost, you know, but you can't do that with multiple people, no. you know? So, right. so they'll like probably with, take well, yeah. that's out. Yep, they probably will, which sucks because that's one of my favorite perks to level up because I love seeing just the slow motion bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like hit and then into like someone. watch their head explode or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So but I still think it's going to be good. And then we also got Rage 2, uh, which I'm I'm actually pretty excited about. It looks cool. I don't know if I'll pre-order it. It's not at the top, top of my list, but um, it's up there. Uh, but I want to see how the reviews come out about it. I was really sad because uh, there's a meme going around because Andrew WK, as you know, is one of my favorite mm. uh, artists. He sings the main theme for uh, Rage 2. Oh. And they had him come out on stage and perform. And Andrew WK is this party god. Like, that's like his persona. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, let's party. Woo, you better get ready to die. Everyone and, like, it watching. pans. Yeah, and there's these gamer dudes are just, like, like dead-faced. <laughs> there's one dude has his sunglasses on inside of a dark room. I mean, hey, he could have migraines. I don't know. So it, it became a meme because no one was like into it, which sucked because if you were I would have been freaking yeah. <laughs> hell out. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. But, that would have uh, even been a better meme is you amongst a crowd of just stone faced people <laughs> just rocking out. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, they announced a few other things like Skyrim on mobile, which is weird. But I mean, hey, it could be good, I it's guess. interesting uh, concept. And it's cool that it's free. Yeah. And then they had an awesome sketch. I don't know if you saw this uh, with Keenan, uh, Keenan Michael Key. No. Yeah, they. I'll have to show it to you later. I don't want to spoil it, so okay. I'm not. I'll show it From to Key you and later. Yeah. But what for? What game? For Skyrim. Oh, really? So they. So there's a there's a joke. This kind of ruins it, I guess, but not really. There's a joke that last year they they literally announced Skyrim for everything, like Skyrim VR, Skyrim on Switch, Skyrim on everything, hmm. and so. Uh, Bethesda basically wrote a sketch again, you know, uh, making fun of themselves. Making fun of themselves. So <laughs> cool. I'll show it to you maybe after. Um, but then you know the two big final ones from that was they announced um, Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, but it's it's I looked into it and they got an interview with Tom, who was the one who who's the head of Bethesda. It's barely in pre production. It's not even in like playing phases yet so well, we the don't announcement even... was like one shot of a land it was yeah so. it, there was nothing um so yeah elder scrolls man that franchise is probably 20 years older or it's old, older man. yeah elder and scrolls 6 dude it's, that's it's one of the most popular rpg franchises 
Right. And a lot of my childhood was spent on <laughs> Morrowind, yeah. Oblivion, Skyrim. Well, I don't know if you heard this, I but... Mean, it, uh, I, I remember watching my older cousin play Baldur's Gate, which Holy was like, crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the OG. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know this though. Elder Scrolls is probably not going to come out on this consoles. Like we have a long time before it comes out next gen. So it'll probably be next gen, which is crazy to think. Now, uh, I, what's up? I don't know if it's too early to get it, but like next gen, is it too early? I mean, Microsoft already mentioned it. Sony didn't talk about it in the slightest, but but uh, Phil Spencer, I think his name is, he's the head of Microsoft, or, well, Xbox specifically, and he even mentioned, he said at the end of the press conference, he was like, uh, our team is working hard to bring you the next console. And it's like, holy <sighs> shit, already? I feel like today's consoles especially these upgraded versions of them yeah could pretty much handle anything you know i mean yeah for the most part i mean like today's graphics are i was watching you play that detroit become human yeah like how much better can you get and how much better do you want to get because that's that's one thing that's one point someone bring up brought up is like if we get graphics to the point where we can't tell the difference between real life and uh, like in-game stuff, like why would we want to play games? Mm. I think that's kind of a fair point because, like, well, I don't want to shoot somebody <laughs> if they look like I'm actually shooting. Oh, uh, that's a good point. So, well, I think like not every game is going to be realistic-looking people. Sure. Although a lot of the franchises, you know, like Call of Duty and stuff, are, but you're still going to have like those ratchet and clanks and stuff yes. where, where you're actually getting these animated, stylized characters. Yeah, but. I mean, a, a PS4 could could handle, like, cinematic movie graphics, you know? So I, don't, I just don't know. I just thought that the next generation, and I'm using air quotes, would just be, like, VR. Like, that's where it would yeah. go. I don't know. Like, uh, the VR sales aren't taking off as high as a lot of people were hoping, which sucks, because me and you both love VR. Yeah, it's fun. Um, But I think that they need a full length game like Skyrim's great, but it's not current gen. Mm. They need a full $60 VR game in my opinion. And to prove that it's like, cause that's, that's one thing I don't think they understand is like, that's what they learned, learned with the Wii U is that, yeah, the Wii U I guess was kind of cool, but what, why it didn't sell is it didn't have games for it. Mm. And if VR doesn't have enough good games, which I think it does have good games, but they're more like, fun gimmicky party games right like i love justin roiland but then even then that's not like you know uh accounting vr even then that's not like a continuous story and no. it ends really short you know it, it's it's a less than hour experience yeah you know? and, it, and, and you it's n- great it's an experience yeah right so speaking of oh well maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves no no let's bring it up but yeah, they announced the next Justin Roiland VR right. game, which for those Trover? who I don't like something like the Traverse saves the universe. Yeah, yeah, Traverse saves the universe. Trevor saves the universe. But he mentions, uh, you know, I'm Mr. Bathtub Man, <laughs> which if you you know you guys should check out. I didn't catch uh, that at first. You oh yeah, remind me. do you remember what? Remember yeah. that where he like talks to Jackie and he's just like, but he makes it really echoey. Hey guys, I'm uh, hey. Yeah, Mr. Bathtub was a character <laughs> from Grandma's Virginity yeah, podcast. His podcast. Him and his friends had a podcast. So and I bet. I mean, I don't know how many GVP fans are, there are out there, but I bet that went over so many people's heads. It yeah, went over that, my head until you reminded me. I was in. 
But yeah, uh, that looks fun. Yeah. I still Here, haven't we'll, played it. We'll get into it because the last thing I want to mention about Bethesda is they announced a game called Starfield. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so we have Fallout, we have Elder Scrolls, and then apparently we have a new saga to release that is going to feel a lot like uh, Fallout and because they, they feel a lot alike. Fallout and uh, Elder Scrolls. It's called Starfield. Space um, exploration. Space exploration is what it feels like. I don't know how that's going to work out. Obviously, we... Uh, but I did dive into this more, and they have officially said that it is a playable game. So I'm thinking <laughs> we're going to get it hopefully next year. I got uh, Oh, like maybe as far not. as maybe, where they're at in development. Right. Maybe okay. in two years. But also, I kind of feel like in two years, they're going to announce a new console. So... So, but they did mention it that they both might be next gen. Yeah. Maybe this comes out next gen in two years. I don't know. Cool. But yeah, so that was Bethesda. And then today was insane and I had to do work and on top of that, right. <laughs> uh, listen to this, but I'm going to blow past these. I'm sorry guys, but today was Sony. Yes. Sony was last, but first it was, uh, shoot. What was it? it not was. Square Enix. Oh, it was Square Enix. Sorry. Oh. Square Enix was first, which was really a letdown because it was like no one talked. It was all just mostly about um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts, which, which we already got a lot of. But Sony had the best presentation, in my opinion. Right. We'll get to that in a second. Then we had Ubisoft. Ubisoft was fun. Like, we got some cool new Division 2 stuff. Um. We got uh, what was the big one at Ubisoft? Now I'm like blanking. I, there wasn't anything that like completely. I mean, it was a lot of fun though. Uh, I'm probably forgetting what Ubisoft announced just because it wasn't. Oh well, Donkey Kong's coming to the Raging Rabbits or whatever. That was interesting. Oh, interesting. I yeah. didn't see that. Oh, and Star Fox is coming to their new Starlink game. Uh, oh, and then they announced Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which takes place in uh, Greece. Greece, Greece time. Yep. Oh. Uh, and I forgot my so my number one top game that I'm excited about that was announced is Cyberpunk. My next game is probably oh man, actually I shouldn't list them because I'm just going to be going back and forth. I'll just say one of my top games was actually talked about more at Square Enix, which is to be called Beyond Good and Evil Two. Have you heard about this? No. Really cool. I'll show you the trailer sometime. It's basically like somehow in the future that they've made animals. Is it called anti- anapromorphic? Is that what that oh, means? Oh, anthropomorphic. Yeah. Anthropomorphic, where they talk? Yeah. Yeah. So basically they made it where that happens. So like you're, it's in space. So it's like you can space. It's space exploration. You create your own character. It can be. You can make like your character to be like a... Uh, animal or human whatever you like it's different species of animals um but yeah they talk it's really cool but it's rated m so like you know these like animals are swearing and stuff (laughs) Uh, it looks really cool um i don't want to dive too much into it just because i can talk about it forever but uh interesting concept uh, the coolest thing that happened just really fast is that during their press joseph gordon lovett came out (laughs) yeah Yeah, because he has a company called hit record have you heard about hit record Mm mm-hmm so Hit Record is his own like website where he basically it's like a collaboration website where he says like okay uh, I'm Hit Record Joe 
uh, we need to make a, a song. Uh, who here can do a song? And then they make a song together. And then if they sell it, he gives royalty. He gives money to uh, the people, to the people who worked on it. It's pretty cool. Well, for Ooh, Beyond I Good and Evil, he needs an animator. He does. I was actually going to bring that up here. Uh, for Beyond Good and Evil 2, what they're doing is is that the art in the world, they're giving, they're opening it up to anybody for hit record. So all these posters, all like all this stuff, uh, you basically have the opportunity to get your work put in the game. Wow. And then if it, if it is picked to be put in the game, you get paid, wow. which is pretty awesome. That's cool. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was really cool. So, that was Square Enix. Man, I'm trying to hurry. Oh, but now we're to Sony, which is the last one we just watched. Yeah. Um, last of Us. They had Last of Us, which is amazing and brutal and everything I want. Where's Joel? That's still my question. <laughs> but then at the same time, do we need Joel? And, and because chick, Ellie's pretty uh, awesome. The chick is uh, Ellie. In, into chicks. She is into chicks. We good, found that. on her. We, we found that out in the... They made like a DLC that was a prequel. So we kind of found out about that then. I mean, but this one's full on. So I mean, if you play The Last of Us, I I wouldn't blame her for hating men. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so we got Last of Us, which just looks amazing and beautiful. Uh, we got Ghost of Tsushima or something like that. Yeah, this like samurai awesome game, which is done by the guys who did. Uh, Infamous Second Son, nice. and uh, and then we got Spider Man, which looks so good. Which like they had like the trailer we saw looked like Arkham, but for Spider Man, which was pretty fun. Yeah, and you know they brought um, they had like all the big villains, and yes. then they ended on like a, a total cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah, he gets saved by somebody, or either he gets saved or is about to get his a final blow. I'm ah, hoping it's Miles. Point. I don't know, but that's who I hope. You think it could be a Spider-Verse thing? Well, see, that's the thing. A lot of people say that, but actually, uh, not to sound like I know everything, but I do know a lot about Spider-Man. But actually, in the original Spy- uh, Miles Morales comics, Miles exists already in Spider-Man's world. So mm. Spider-Man is already existing. Miles gets the same powers and is kind of like... Can you help me? Can you teach me to be the next Spider-Man? Which is kind of what Spider-Universe is about. But, which is interesting. So I don't know where Gwen, Gwen, a Spidey Gwen fits in. To the movie that's coming out. To the movie out. that's coming out. But I'm all for it. <laughs> so. Here's here's an idea. Hit me. Uh, multiplayer Spider-Man. Yes, I'm in. 100%. So that was like another player coming in to help That'd be crazy with a different as a different Spider-Man. Yeah, dude. That'd so be maybe sweet they'll have if you can like customize Miles. your outfits. That'd be cool if you could be Miles coming in. That'd be so. I cool. don't know. Uh, but we also had Death Stranding. <laughs> yeah, which we don't know which what this left it's us about. with more questions. Anytime he busts out a baby, you're just like, "Hey, I don't." <laughs> yeah. But we did get gameplay. He, he literally strapped a baby in a a glass bottle to his stomach. And then yeah. walked around outside. For those who aren't in games, are probably like, shadow what creatures. are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. um, Norman Reedus from oh, right. Walking Dead plays the main character, and literally 
like the first half of this gameplay is just him by himself walking around on yeah. like mountains and open landscape <laughs> completely by himself. Yep. Just walking, carrying a backpack, walking over bridges and stuff and you're like, "So what is this?" So what is it? And we still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they're uh, really they they're taking some weird marketing angles with it, but you know, I'm sure it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be it'll be an experience. I think they want to keep it a mystery, which I don't blame them. Uh, yeah, so we got the Kingdom Hearts three uh, trailer, which had like a re- more realistic looking thing with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, the that car- was they crazy. had like all the characters from the actual movies, and they looked like the people. Yeah, it was oh, pretty yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Uh, and then the last big one that I want to mention is uh, I'm sure I'm missing one, but is Resident Evil two? That was kind of crazy. Right. A remake of Resident Evil 2, and it looks amazing. And it comes out early next year, like January, so I'm in, dude. Yeah. I, I think, think that's I great. only played four or five, one of those I, I ended great. up buying. Yeah. Four takes place in, like, a really small town in, like, Louisiana, I think. And, and I know people are screaming at me, that's not right. But it feels like that. The five takes place, I think, in Africa. It was five then. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty crazy. Um, so, so uh, just really random side note. You yes. were talking about anthropomorphic a- animals, and yes. um, it just made me think there's some there's something that's been going on in the animation industry. Oh, did you see the Thundercats? I did indeed. <laughs> I did. I also saw your Twitter comment to one of the directors yeah, or something like that. Because I mean, so. Cartoon Network is rebooting Thundercats, uh-huh. and they're With, taking this like really cartoony stylized. Well, it looks like Steve, like Steven Universe, Steve Universe type style, style. and yeah. the animation community is flipping out. Really, <laughs> they are not accepting it, and like these these creators are, have just been like having to defend it, and like, no, we promise it's going to be funny, and we worked really hard on it, and. Not, so I like uh, commented on there's like, I was like I'm sorry that you guys are getting so much flack. Um, I wasn't super stoked at first, but I will right. give it a chance. I do believe that you guys put a lot of care into it. And yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I think would have been more acceptable. Like people would have maybe been more open to it if it was a little more like grounded and dark. And gritty, like almost like uh, Samurai Jack, kinda. That's uh, that's what people want to see, you right. know. Um, they they wouldn't expect comedy from a franchise like the Thundercats. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? I watched. I haven't watched. To be fair, I haven't watched Thundercats like recently. I used to watch them all the time as a kid. Well, did you know they um, did like a 2011 reboot? No. Yeah, and that How one was that pretty much what you'd expect. It was. It looked basically like the original guys, but just uh, kind of updated graphics and stuff. Um, it but didn't then, do well, yeah, huh? this one there, there's so that style that like Steven Universe style is yeah. is kind of what people are calling like this generation's Cal Art style, which is a, a an animation or art school out here in California. Okay, um, is and that a where lot they come of from? a lot of animators come from there. Like the guy, oh. the, like there was a generation of friends who did like. Um, the guy who did like Pendleton Ward did Adventure Time, and yeah. Alex Hirsch did Gravity Falls, and all the all like all those guys who did those shows, 
they were part of a generation of Cal Arts, oh. and so like now this is a, the next generation of Cal Arts students, and they're they kind of have this cartoony style that you're seeing throughout the yeah. shows. Yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of a. Which I bet sucks because I bet they're fans of Thundercats, like huge fans of Thundercats. Yeah. Because they're older guys, not super old, but they're they're old. I mean, they're in their late thirties, I think. So they at least grew up with Thundercats, unlike me. I didn't, but I mean, like I said, I watched it as a kid, but I was really young when I watched it. So I just I I, I genuinely feel bad because like I haven't really seen anybody who's been super stoked about it. Interesting. Um. And it must be hard, like, being a show creator, getting your hands on such a huge franchise and just being right. stoked about, we're going to take this angle, it's going to be great, it's going to be fun, and putting all this care into it, and just, it, it seems like backlash. nobody is accepting it, so. Well, and who knows, because, like, you know, Cartoon Network, although, you know, it has been more appealing to both kids and adults, ultimately, in the end, they're for kids, yeah. So I think if kids are going to watch it, that's all that really that's matters. That's really, yeah, all that matters. So, and I think they will. Maybe, it, maybe love... it is the older audience that's kind of... Because then the older audience so. grew up with the older Thundercats, so they have yeah. something to compare it to. Right, and younger so. kids don't, so... Okay, that's a good but point. That's a thought. Um, anyways, overall, E3 uh, was really cool. Super epic. Yeah, and uh, good stuff coming out, dude. And then tomorrow is Nintendo. So by the time you hear this, we've already watched the Nintendo one, but uh, hopefully we'll see some Metroid. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll, we'll revisit Nintendo real quick. You know, yeah. I didn't expect like E3 to go for three episodes, but hopefully we're going through <laughs> it quick enough. I love video games, like... as you guys already know. I at least mentioned one video game thing yeah. in every episode, <laughs> just because that's how much I love video games. Yeah. Hopefully you guys yeah. like video games as much as us. You know, we, yeah. we're definitely not a video game podcast, but we talk about things that interest us. And right, right. now it's it's a once a year thing. So Right. We should go someday. I'd love to go to E3. I know. With you. So. Will you hold my hand? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. What else, so. what else is going on in the world? Oh, man. Well, didn't, didn't you talk to someone? Talk to someone. Yeah, wasn't there someone who you mentioned that you were talking about video games with? <laughs> yes, actually, one of our one of the fans of our show. Uh, one I, of our I, fans. Who are you talking about? Um, this is me playing a long shot. <laughs> um, <laughs> somebody, somebody who's listens to the show and has, okay. has been on the show a couple times. Um, oh, so uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Yes, no. Um, oh, okay. He is, shout out to Gilbert. He loves his show. But this is a, another one that if you've been listening for a while, you've you've heard him come on. Oh, um, no. He emailed in no. because he's also been following E3. Sean, please tell me you didn't invite him. And, uh... Oh, yeah. great. Yeah, he's here. Okay, well, I don't want to be around. Is it Robert? It's Robert. Okay, I don't want to be around he's here. So are you, you're not going to make me send him home, are you? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just not going to be in the room because there's no way I can I can stand being with that guy. All right, all right. Well, so because I got in a fight with his mom last time, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go. Okay. All right, okay. I hear you, Robert. Come okay. on in, buddy. Come okay. on in. Oh, hey there. Hey, hey, buddy. Yeah, come come grab a seat, Robert. Hey guys. How's it? Hey, hey Robert. Let's give him, let's give Robert yeah, a round of applause. applause. Why not an applause? <laughs> oh, you, 
They're obvious, man. They get, they get stu- it's stupider every time I, I get here. So, so for for if you're it's, if it's your first time meeting Robert, he you know he likes to give us his take on like pop culture and yeah. and uh, movies and movies, games, games and things that come in, whatever and, you know. And so E three's been happening. Have you been following? Yeah, E three more like D minus. Three, the wow. Mighty Ducks. It's stupid because. Did you say Mighty Ducks? <laughs> yeah, I did because, you know, ever since they let like normal gamers come in and not just like marketer market 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 industry people, like it's stupid. Okay, it's like it's like any any average Joe schmo with four hundred dollars in their back pocket can come in and masturbate to uh, the girl from Mirror's Edge. So, okay, it's not that. Stop laughing. It makes me... Uh, Guys, audience, he's, you know, he's giving a real opinion here, and, okay. and everybody's p- opinion is legitimate, so... Thank you. So, Robert, what so far has been your favorite thing about E3? Okay, um, nothing, number one. Um, oh. Two, nothing, uh, number two. Uh, number three, PC Gamers Show, easily, because uh, PC is the... Uh, PC does not need upgrades. Uh, you do not need to worry about PlayStation 4, more like pissed suck for and microsoft like why'd you name that after your dick stolen right. by micro and soft microsoft. that's great <laughs> i know but i did steal that from epic rap battles of history so oh. um, <laughs> um but no I, i'm a pc guy so the pc gamer uh show was was the way to was the only show worth watching because everything everything else was just cringy and uh awkward and game where was the gameplay where was the gameplay i hear you yeah and like you know they're already talking about the next generation oh it doesn't matter because i got a pc and i don't need to i don't need that and i've like skyrim i've I've been playing skyrim next gen since since 2007 okay and like i i have been watching vr pornography since 2011 so i'm i'm up pc man if pc was a woman I would, I would, I would grab her by the motherboard. You know what I mean? Like I would go and insert your floppy disk. Okay, my mom might be listening. Okay. My mom you're, might be listening. Insert so. your floppy disk, which at the time would be a hard disk. Okay. So my mom might be listening. Audience, please. My mom might be listening. So. Um, sorry to Robert's mother, Evelyn. Yeah. yeah stop. Um, so Robert, Besides, you know, your love for E3, what else is going on yeah. in your life, buddy? It's been a minute. Okay, well, um, first and foremost, uh, I've been watching, uh, you know, a lot of movies. Um, actually, uh, I went uh, I went on... Is this okay? <laughs> no, back up okay? a little bit. Don't, don't eat Watson's microphone. Uh, is this too bad? I know you can probably taste what he's been eating because uh, he spits on it okay. when he talks, but... I'll back up a little. So what? Uh, what did he eat? Can you tell? Pho. He definitely hates some pho. He eats a lot of pho. He does. But speaking of not having pho, I did not get any any action on my date, and um, <sighs> I don't get it. Like, Sorry like I just that. tell that everyone tells me that you should tell the truth and and be honest with yourself and. And you know when the girl walked in and she was wearing a with the itty bitty waist in the round thing in your face. What what was that? You get sprung. I I don't know what you're saying. I got sprung? <laughs> I don't know what Spring you're saying. Spring has sprung, and so has Robert. I don't, you're talking in riddles. 
<laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, all I know is that I met this girl on Grinder, and she <laughs> she asked meet me girls to. On well, well, it's a dating app, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does she have really small hands, boobies? Well, have I don't. You... I don't want to like judge anyone in their appearance, but she had no boobies actually. She right, had, she was pretty flat. But... And I take it you haven't. Uh felt below the belt yet oh oh call audience there's an <laughs> audience here no i didn't i mean she has she has really short hair um she was uh she had a crossfit shirt on and um lives in like west hollywood probably lives in west, uh yeah was in weho <laughs> and uh really deep voice which i actually kind of liked and yeah. uh uh cool. yeah very muscular sounds like a nice lady yeah was a lady it was i would say keep it above the belt robert okay that's fine with me yeah okay okay um i'm making it awkward why are you making it so awkward i just i i've never used grinder so i don't know you should try it i don't know what's available on there but i I just realized i cut you off what how's your experience been what with what with your new significant... Is it a significant other? No, you guys we've just only seen been each on, other? we've only been on one date. Cool. Yeah. Did you kiss? Um, so she wanted to. Um, I mean, I, she didn't actually went out and say it, but I could, I could, I could feel it. And, uh, I, uh, I did, I did graze her knee with my knee Ooh. on accident. Yeah. Um, Don't tell my I'm mom. A, I'm afraid to Don't ask. Don't tell my mom. Yeah. What is her name? Steven. <laughs> yeah, that's a very beautiful name. Thank you. I think so, so too. I think it's Russian. Yeah. Or I uh, think that is where the Greek name is. Greek or something. Somewhere across the Atlantic. Yeah, somewhere over there. Well, Robert, I wish you and Steven the best. Um, Thank you. Maybe I can bring him on the podcast. To, or bring her, <laughs> her on the podcast. I got to go. Uh, I got to go. Goodbye. Okay, bye, Robert. Everyone give him a round of applause. Whoa. Excuse me, Robert. Whoa. Are, we, are we okay? Yeah. Oh. Cool. All right. Oh, cool. Wow. What was that wow. all about? That was a quick interview. He was in and out. Was he all right? Well, you know, we, he he gave his opinion on E three, and then okay. we started talking about his personal life, and yeah. then it got uh, got weird. Yeah. He, okay. He, yeah, he got uncomfortable. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's always good to have Robert on the show. It is. Um, I mean, for you, I guess, because I I just can't stand him. Yeah. I can't stand him. All right. Well, let's just keep moving right along. All right. Um. What else we hear? What else happened? Well, I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to change the tone here, but it is worth re- talking about. Uh, yes. Um. We we lost a good one. We did, man. Um. Week. It was uh. It was a hard one for me. I'm a big. I love travel shows. Like I am a sucker for travel shows. Well, most specifically. And, uh, well, yeah, Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, as you all probably know already, we lost a really awesome, uh, person. He let, he opened the, like he opened through our televisions. He let the world come through and like, we got to, we got to eat with him. Cause that's what I usually would do is I'd pop in, like I would eat and I would pop in some Anthony Bourdain cause 
I'll give you I'll, I'll let you a little secret right now. Food tastes much better when you're watching <laughs> someone right. eat. Um, yeah, you'd eat with them, you'd drink with them, yeah. you would laugh. Yeah. You'd experience something new with him. It was so. cool because the the networks gave him so much freedom with his mm-hmm. shows. Especially CNN. And so it was really like his mind, yep. you know, and, and the way that he wanted the experience to be shown. Yep. And, um, uh, you know, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, and they were really good friends. I mean, Bourdain's been on there a few times. Oh, I'd really want to listen to those. Yeah, they're good episodes even to go back and listen to. Yeah. Um, and he he is the the thing that really sparked my interest in in visiting Tokyo. Like, oh, nice. That's why it's on my bucket list is because Dude, of his episode of Parts Unknown. Gotta go. Let's go to Tokyo. Yeah. Let's go to Tokyo. I'd be so down to go to Tokyo. So yeah, my favorite, my my two favorite episodes of I've seen I've seen every television show except for the one that's not currently on Netflix. Um, unfortunately, a few of them are gone already, but uh, maybe Netflix will bring them back. But uh, the first one is when he goes to Vietnam because a I love pho and that's where it comes from. So he eats all this really good soup and talks to all these really cool people. But then also he he did it on purpose. He visited there on purpose because President Obama came to Vietnam, mm. and uh, they actually sat down in this really tiny uh, restaurant and ate Vietnamese soup together and just talked about how the country was. Like it's such a good episode. I highly recommend that one. Um, even if you're not an Obama fan, I highly recommend that. And now uh, they showed a picture of that Vietnamese restaurant, they have actually encased the table and plates and everything that they ate off of. They've encased it wow. in the restaurant because they felt it was so sacred. Um, That's my, cool. Yeah. And there's been some really cool, like, uh, stories that have come out about like people just like loved that Anthony Bourdain would come because he gave a, a positive spin on like their country, you know, he wasn't lying about their country at any means. Like there's been some times, uh, there's one time when he went to Russia (laughs) guys, one more time, Russia. And I know (laughs) Russia's really big in the news right now. So listen to this story. If you're defending Russia, he had a guide with him that took him all around. That was a hundred percent honest about how like, some people that if they disagreed with the government would just disappear. Some gay people would just disappear. Like, and then people would never find them again. And then literally like after I've seen that episode and then, um, sadly he was currently filming his, the next season of his television show. Well, you know, when we found out about the news. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Early on while he was filming, someone tweeted him asking him if he would go to Russia ever again. And Anthony Bourdain said, I would never in hell go to Russia again because the tour guide who took me, uh, you know, and took me all around and like experienced everything has not been seen since our episode. Jeez. Like that is crazy. And then my third final thing, because I definitely want to, you know, hear to you is that one of my favorite episodes is he, I think it's in Greece. He's he's swimming trying to look for the squid <laughs> and uh, he's not in a good mood, which is why I loved CNN because he didn't shy away from how he felt about things. He was not in a good mood to begin with. So he's swimming around looking for this squid. Well, 
the guy who was showing him where the squid were wanted him to see the squid, but they weren't finding it. So he, the guy started throwing the squid, like dead squid, into the water to pretend like, oh my gosh, look, we found it. <laughs> and, you know, the guy was thinking that they would just use like, you know, cutaways to like make it look like they were actually finding it. But Anthony Bourdain was not happy about that. <laughs> Oh my god, that's great. And like actually spent the rest of it like not out. So <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean, so they they ruled it as a suicide. Right. And it's it's hard to understand cuz like yes, he was he was a admitted drug addict for a huge part right. of his life. But like he was one of those people who finally like became popular and successful late in late in life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had like a wife and family and it's just like, what, like that's when life was getting so good for you. Like, what right. was it? I mean, it's hard to understand. I mean, we don't, we can't really speculate, but yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to like, I mean, yeah. When I heard about Robin Williams, like that was, that was a big one for me. And I've, I've mentioned a few times on this podcast that unfortunately suicide's been around in my life quite a bit. I've had really good friends do it. I've had a, a teacher and mentor, uh, unfortunately do it. And like, yeah, it, it, it just sucks because I'm just going to be honest. You want to be angry, but then like, there's a part of you that's like, don't be angry. Cause you don't know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, even with some of my friends, because, you know, Anthony Bourdain and Robin Williams, I didn't know them yeah. at all. I just know them through their shows. But, like, even my friends, like, I just, we paint a picture of what people want to see. And it's hard, it's hard to let people in to actually see that. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, comedians, like... I was reading some kind of article that people were talking to Robin Williams like a week or a couple days before it actually happened. And they said he seemed like the happiest guy in the world. And it's just like, yeah, you don't know what demons are like going on. And another thing, like we're not rich or anything, so we don't know that. But if there's anything that's taught us, because, you know, there was that designer who also she committed suicide. There's. Like, money does not equal happiness. It Mm. makes things easier. I'm going to say that. But at the same time, like... Mo money, mo problem. (laughs) For sure. I mean, I really think that is something that... I don't know. That's one thing I've been starting to try and learn is, like... If things take off for me or you, you know, and and we are living the high life and making money... That's that hope like we can't just lean on that. And I'm not saying that's what they did. They obviously had some other issues going on to it, but don't um, don't lose that perspective. Yeah, yeah. Money's money's great, but you know, you're not it's, it's not, not the true answer happens. to all your problems. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we we miss you, Bourdain. That was a that yeah, was man. a tough one. Thank you for everything you've done and uh yeah, I've always wanted to become a chef, and I actually, because of all this that's happened, I've uh, officially uh, applied for a passport. So yeah. So I'm going to start traveling a lot more. Cool. So, obviously, I would rather have you alive, my friend, but uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to start 
taken it into high gear of traveling the world and not having a small mind. So, yeah. He inspired, inspired a lot of people in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'd say. Um, let's get on to some lighter stuff. If you're okay with this... Uh, I say we just jump into a segment. Into Is segments? that okay? Yeah. All right. Let's, do it. let's jump into our segments, baby. Don't you dare laugh. I mean it. All right. Okay. I think you went. F- I went first last time. Okay. So, this is uh, my favorite segment, Don't You Dare Laugh. Watson right. and I have each brought three funny clips that we're going to go back and forth playing for each other to try and make the other person laugh. Yes. Um, my first clip is a spelling bee. Oh, I like this. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me get in here. All right. All right. I want to make sure. Headphones. Numna. Mm. <laughs> what you call it? What? Everyone laughs. Numnut. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Oh, numna. <laughs> you went in so Oh, long. poor guy. <laughs> That's a relief. This is so hard. Oh, that was a good one. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Did I share the one? I don't, I don't want to say it in case I have I don't think you've done a spelling bee one. Okay, I'm not going to say it so that I can use it for next time. Oh, that's I love because so the, the announcers say it, numb right. nuts, and yeah. then he says. The entire <laughs> audience laughs. Oh my gosh. Have you ever been in a spelling bee? Like, like a class-wide one. Yeah. Oh, class-wide. I remember when I was in, oh, man, second or third grade, I think, we did one. I did not get the first, <laughs> past the first round, so. Spelling has always been okay for me. It yeah. It's really been a problem. That and just grammar in general, like, I get two, two, and two. I get the difference. I get the difference between there, there, and there. Like, and so I those, they, like, they really get to me when people don't get them, but. Or your and your, but yeah, I'm not too huge on it. I just I just notice it. I'm like for sure. <laughs> I'm sure you've noticed it with me. I'm glad you haven't brought it up. Thank you. No, it's not something where I'm like this freaking idiot. <laughs> well, I have a friend who's like that, a grammar Nazi, and she is just not a pleasant person to be around, especially when you're writing. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I just. I understand if it's like something they're seeking, but to go out of your way to correct somebody, I think it it doesn't do anyone a service. I yeah. think you just make them upset with you, and it makes you feel like, oh, I'm superior than you. And it's like, right. and I'm saying that because I've, exper- yeah. <laughs> I've experienced it. It's a little pompous. But, okay, so this one's a quick one. <laughs> okay. It's just to get the juices flowing. Uh, it's like a televised, uh, I think they're like fundraising for something. But anyways. Austin, you're on the air. Good morning. We're doing open phones. Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole clip. Oh, man. (laughs) You know me. I love those quick ones. Trolls. (laughs) One more time for the quick one. Austin, you're on the air. Good morning. We're doing open phones. Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Fun it's times. Like, I'm sure you've probably seen the one the the grab him by the pussy dude. Oh, of course. yeah, that guy got huge. He I, did. Have you seen the the documentary about him? No, but oh. I've seen videos. I think it. I think those videos are planned. No, not not all of them. I've, I I delve deep. Okay. Into uh, FRR, FRR and pussy. Yeah. So uh, this guy somehow gets on a lot of news interviews, <laughs> and he throws it in there like without. He's like. Yeah, so I was, I was watching, and then all of a sudden, grabbing by the pussy. Yeah. Well, you're saying grabbing, but that's because it's Trump. Oh. But it, no, it's, he it's says, effort. Yeah, he says, fuck her right in the yep, pussy. Yeah, right. okay, you're right. I was getting the wrong one, but yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but there's like this documentary. Maybe I'll save it for the clips, but it's really funny. But yeah, there's one where he was in a mask, so they couldn't tell. Always oh, great. Okay. Um, all right. This next one is a little long. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Did I just go? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. This go is ahead. a news interview. Oh, nice. Of a, a guy who witnessed a car crash. Okay. And audio, so the, the, the audio is funny, but audience, you have to like find this video just to see what this guy looks like. <laughs> the guy was coming down, and I guess the police was trying to oh, go stop point. The man said, my out today, and they gosh. began to race behind Look at his eyebrow. Yeah. The police officer got behind the man and started going so fast his car spit out of control. Girl, he hit the pole. His head went to one side and his body went to the other side. And this is the result. The police officer was merging towards the front and the car oh a little right. And then the he police officer kind of green fingernails or she. I don't want to make sure she. And the police car just twisted around like a tornado girl. And the Lord just shook it up and the man just got oh. injured. And now the result is this police officer. I'm sorry. His life is going to continue to make it or he going to just tap out. <laughs> oh, he's going to tap out. So this. Green, green fingernails, green hair. Green ponytail. A unibrow that looks like a, like a clown unibrow. Yeah, so. This person, drew, they chose to draw a monobrow. It's pen, it's pencil thin, yes. and then it's outlined in white. <laughs> and this person looked at themselves in the mirror and said, "Yes, I'm going outside today like this." And you said this is a longer clip. Sorry, <laughs> uh, I got a ticket in San Francisco. I just got. Uh... Oh. No, no, I already waived it, though. Oh, you got a ticket waived? They don't do that shit in L.A. Well, it's because it was a violation. Uh, I was going across the bridge in San Francisco. Oh, you told me the story. Yeah, and I had no idea, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they already waived it. So, um, yeah, so this one's a little longer. It, 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 It says what it is in there. We'll see how long it makes us laugh. Okay. But uh, it's pretty funny, so let's hit it. So, <laughs> so it says, sorry, it says in the caption, "Mom just found little brother's Spotify playlist." Christmas presents online and it's popped up. <laughs> Wilder. <laughs> There's a picture of Jesus. 
Wait, wait, wait. Put it at the end. Uh, can we skip it? Oh. Your brain is freaking turning into a psychotic person. Do you enjoy disgusting shit they're talking about? Fucking sex. not happy with their son's music nope good times i thought that would be funnier it was funnier when i listened to it <laughs> but have your have your mom ever caught like what you've listened to um as a kid my mom doesn't care now but back then she definitely did i feel like a lot of the stuff when i was younger was fairly tame okay and then as i got into like junior high high school they yeah they weren't really paying attention to what i was listening to too much yeah. But, like, I wasn't trying to play, like, Eminem around her and stuff. Oh, really? No. Okay. <laughs> I had Eminem, but it, but she made me get the uh, uh, rated, or the, what is it? Edited. Edited, right. And we talked about that one already. Nice. Um, real quick, I'm sorry, everybody. I got to respond to this about this ticket. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was the bus. Yeah, you can pause it. And we're back. Okay. Alright, so, so time just went by and you didn't even notice. Nope, isn't that <laughs> magic? Nope, that, oh we can't go there because it's no, not No, it's all here. good. Alright, your turn. It is my final clip. Okay. Um, this is a Scottish man trying to get Alexa to play oh, a song I for him. <laughs> I love these. I just, these, these voice recognition technologies are not built for accents yet. No, no. <laughs> Alexa. Play the Brat Love Song by the Corries. The Corries. And the Corries. Alexa, play the Brat Love Song. Hashtag West Love. Charity single by the Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas. That's great. Play the Brit song. <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying, and I'm I an actual human being. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, man, I, I I'm actually thinking about getting an Alexa, just because they're coming out with all this cool stuff for it. I might get an Alexa. Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't need it. Keeping up with technology. But I guess. I don't really need it, so I probably won't. All right. This next one you've probably seen, if I'm going to be 100% honest. So we'll just enjoy this clip together. Okay. You showed me a porn. I'm going to show you a porn. Oh, God. Here we go. I see you don't have a lifeguard here at your beach. I'm not at the beach. This is a bathtub. <laughs> 
body of water is safe without a lifeguard. It's two feet deep, lady. You're, what are you doing here? <laughs> you can relax. You're safe now. Your lifeguard is here. Okay. <laughs> Shark in the bathtub? <laughs> Aren't you glad you had a lifeguard here to save you? I guess. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, you, you should go. There's, there's no need for you to be here. I think I should stay and I think we should have sex. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. I actually haven't seen that. Really? Yeah, that's great. Wow. <laughs> that was a vine for a while. It was just the part where she's like, you're going to drown. What do you mean, ladies? There's two feet of water in here. This is a bathtub. Uh, it's just like, I guess if porn was in real life, <laughs> I guess. But uh, That's so I don't funny. know. I, I didn't check this, but I guess I haven't checked to see if this is just a parody or an actual porn. I don't know if it continues to sex. Mm, I don't know. Probably. Okay. Look for yourself. If you like, <laughs> I do actually know <laughs> this is funny for the guy who doesn't look at porn very much. That is Lisa. Ann. yeah, the only reason why I know that porn star's name is because she was Cass in Casim G's show going deep. So, <sighs> which you should all watch someday. Yeah. If you <sighs> haven't, if you don't know about that, Casim G is a YouTuber so um, he's the OG man. He's the OG YouTuber. He was really good at interviewing people on the street, and then he did this series where he interviewed uh, porn stars as like this char- the serious character, and it was really good. It's so good. I highly recommend it. All right, um, I think it's time to initialize, isn't it? It is. Initializing listener email. Listener email initialized. Yeah. So Sweet. we got we got a few would you rather's in today. Okay, so these are your faves. Let's just jump right into it. All right, Watson. Yes. Would you rather eat chocolate flavored shit or shit flavored chocolate? Shit flavored chocolate, because I don't have to actually eat shit. It'd actually just be chocolate. Oof, that's a toughie. <laughs> I I think I'd have to agree because even though it's chocolate flavored shit, I think it would still make you really sick. It's still shit. It would still make you like sick. You yeah. you would suffer consequences. Probably. Whereas if you eat the shit flavored chocolate, maybe you'll puke, but you should be okay afterwards. It also doesn't say like how much do you have to eat? Maybe you just take a little nibble and then you're done and you're like, great, that's it. Mm, I wouldn't, come on. <laughs> Not for the would hey, you rather. If they want it to be more specific, be more specific. One, one mouthful bite. Gross. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you rather wear someone else's dirty underwear or their or use their toothbrush? Uh, both are gross. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the underwear, but that's awful either way. What if they're not good at 
wiping completely. I though. know. <laughs> but also, what if, like... Or, the... you know, you know, sometimes when you pee and you think you've shaked it all out, but then you put your underwear <laughs> on and a couple drops come out? I guess. But that's another thing, too. Like, if if you're okay with that happening to yourself, it's I know it's yours, but it's still just because it's yours doesn't mean it's not as gross as someone else's. Well, I... Yeah. I mean, we're more comfortable with it because it's ours, but really, like, genetically, it's the same, or scientifically, whatever you want to say. It's the exact <laughs> same. So. So what's your uh, answer? But, oh, I hate both of these so much. Oh, wait, you said the underwear, huh? I did say underwear. I have a weird thing about, like, sharing mouth stuff with, like, I don't even really like to eat off of other people's plates. Oh, interesting. Too much. Yeah, you know, like if I'm dating a chick, that's different because we're swapping oh, yeah. spit anyways. If we were, if now if we were dating, if that was the thing, I'd probably do the toothbrush, no problem. Yeah. But not no problem. It'd still be weird for me. But okay, I would take Here that go. over that. Would you rather wear a dirty homeless man's underwear or use his toothbrush? Uh, all of that sucks dude we gotta up the ante here oh god i'm still gonna do the underwear <laughs> dude you don't know what almost meant yeah, you don't you know don't where their know. mouth has been oh, i know that's what man. you're about to say yeah but you don't know where their mouth I, well i was been. gonna i was gonna say two things you don't know what they've done in that underwear and how long it's been since See, you're trying to play the devil's advocate but you've already said that you're a weird thing with mouth stuff so i think your answer is still going to be the same <sighs> as mine because yeah. it's mouth stuff Gross. Yeah, but what about the possibility of getting like an STD from somebody's underwear? You could get underwear. an STD in your mouth. Because what are they doing? Mouth herps. <laughs> mouth oh, herps. Oh man. Okay, Ugh. we need to move on. Moving along. Gross. <sighs> Would you rather have a one-minute conversation with your past self or your future self? Past self. Absolutely. Because because then the way I look at it is: Would you rather offer advice? to yourself or take advice from yourself. I think that's right? what it would be. Yeah. And I, I would say, and we kind of mentioned this about like knowing our own deaths in the future. We kind of did that. Would you rather? And, uh, I would rather keep the future just unknown. not un, Yeah. Unknown to me as possible. Cause I don't feel like you can enjoy it if you know what's going to happen. That's the whole fun about the law of future. Mm. But I would like to go back to myself. But then I guess that's a point. If I go back to myself, I will be knowing the future. <laughs> you would be yourself going like, dude, I didn't want to know that. But this is what I would do. It doesn't say this in here. Okay. I would disguise myself as not me. <laughs> and just, I would just say. Just put a fake mustache on. <laughs> yeah. And I would just say, listen, kid. You are nervous to talk to everybody. It's all right. <laughs> right. That's probably what I would say. That's actually a good one. I, I want to tack onto this one. What would you say? So yeah. if you do go to future, do what would you say? So do, are you going to do future or past? Um. All right. I would go to past me. Okay. And then what would you either say? What would what would be the conversation? What would that? So entail? my freshman year of college. Okay. I had a a two D design professor who gave me this advice and he said draw every day mm. and i i drew a lot but i was inconsistent okay and so i would like to go back like that same day and be like no dude seriously <laughs> draw, draw every day, every day. <laughs> interesting because by now i would be leaps and bounds ahead of where i am gotcha 
you know, I'm still like an artist and I still have like an inherent ability to draw and I do draw as much as I can, but I haven't, I haven't gotten to a point where I'm like, yeah, I'm a badass artist. You sure. Know? Sure. I get you. Yeah. I feel that same way with film too. Like I'm even getting an itch now to like, I need to write something and shoot something very soon. Like I have this big itch that I got to create something. I don't know what it is yet, but I'll just write like a fun sketch or something and do it. Cool. So. Yeah. All right. We want to save this one, or should we? Do we have time for it? Um, I honestly don't really know personally. Like, I don't have an answer. Oh, not that one. Sorry, this one. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's a good one. I didn't really think about it. I guess we can let the audience know what we're talking about. So Let's let's hit it. Let's hit them with it. Go for it. Would you rather go to jail for five years? Or be in a toxic relationship for 15 years? Um, I can't... Either one is going to be really hard for my anxiety. But for some reason, I feel like since at least with the jail, I won't be around people constantly. Because I feel like in a toxic relationship, you're going to be around that person a lot. Oh, you're considering jail. I'm considering jail. Wow. Yeah. Just because also like... You've probably noticed this. I get attached to people. <laughs> and so You don't want to be attached to a toxic person. Well, yeah, I just think it would hurt double for me. Just because I can't detach myself. It's really hard. Right. And if I'm already in this relationship, so if I'm in jail, Here, I could probably do that. Here's my thing. <laughs> I have avoided jail at all costs. Mm-hmm. And Honestly, like, the idea kind of scares me. Now, I think if for some reason it happened, I could get used to it and come to terms with it and whatever. Yeah. But the ultimate thing is if I'm outside of jail, I could still work on shit. Like, I could still improve my skills and still... I think for jail, you can still draw. Like, they'll still let you draw. Right. You can't really animate. I guess I would just... I I would force myself to immerse myself in drawing every day. That's the thing. In five... Like, in five years, I'll take up working out. (laughs) Right. I'll have to lose weight. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say also, jail is not what it used to be. I'm not trying to say go to jail, Sean. Please don't go to jail. But, I mean... I I think think... it's interesting that we're both considering jail over being... (laughs) In a toxic relationship with a shitty person. No, I mean, it's a good point, but it's just funny that... Yeah, I mean, and you know... Two guys who've never been to jail and probably couldn't fathom it actually happening. No, like... And you know, to be fair, maybe while those five years are in jail, you're going to meet some of the worst people that beat up on you like the toxic relationship is, but... Yeah, I've never really had my ass kicked either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but at the same... And I haven't either. So at the same time... But I think you're... But see, it's almost guaranteed in the relationship. I guess by toxic, we don't know for sure what that entails. But I'm going to assume it's either verbal... I mean, abuse is abuse. So verbal abuse or physical abuse, they both are terrible. Yeah. But I feel like you probably have a slighter chance of either just being on your own or... Yeah. Is it is it the 15 years thing? If it was jail for five years or toxic relationship for only five years, would you be do the relationship still? No. No. I think I'd still do the jail. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. me personally. What about you? That's a that's a good question. Um, yeah. I want to say the toxic relationship. Interesting. 
but I don't, you, you've made some good points about jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 15 years is a long time. Yep. But, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's time to the final segment. Yeah. This one's flown by, but it's late, and I got to work early. Do you have yeah. to work tomorrow? Um, no. Well, oh, that's nice. I mean, delivering and then... Oh, so you're still going to deliver? Hopefully, maybe f- figure out some more about a car, so... <laughs> Dang. Is that why you're delivering? Going to save up for that car? Right, yeah. I nice. Guess so. Cool. Um, so every episode, you know, we close with an excerpt. Um, I have found a funny excerpt from the book, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Love it! I'm going to be honest, I haven't read the book. <laughs> oh, it's great. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. yeah. It's Lo- pretty close. I love the movie. Um, well, the book is really long, isn't it? Or pretty long? It's Seems all right. Like, I don't know. But See, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's the book, then there's like a radio thing that's a different thing. Okay. And then there's the movie. So. so the thing I do know about the book is that it is well-regarded on Reddit. I'm a huge Redditor, mm. and every time somebody asks about book recommendations or what's your favorite book or whatever, it always comes up. So so here's a little excerpt. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> no, don't move, he added as Arthur began to uncurl himself. You'd better pe- be prepared for the jump into hyperspace. It's unpleasantly like being drunk. <laughs> what's so unpleasant about being drunk? You ask a glass of water. Arthur thought about this. Forward, he said, Yeah, what's this fish doing in my ear? It's translating for you. It's a Babel fish. Look it up in the book if you like. He tossed over the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and then curled up into a uh, fetal ball to prepare himself for the jump. At that moment, the bottom fell out of Arthur's mind. (laughs) His eyes turned inside out. His feet began to leak out of the top of his head. The room folded flat around him, spun around, shifted out of existence, and left him sliding onto his own navel. They were passing through hyperspace. The Babelfish, said the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy quietly, (coughs) is small, yellow, and leech-like, and probably the oddest thing in the universe. It feeds on brave wave energy received not from its own carrier, but from those around it. It absorbs all unconscious mental frequencies from uh, from this brainwave energy to nourish itself with. It then excretes into the mind of its carrier a telepathic matrix formed by combining the conscious thought frequencies with nerve signals picked up from uh, the speech centers of the brain which has supplied them. The practical upshot of all this is that if you stick a babel fish in your ear, you can instantly understand anything that is said to you in any form of language. The speech patterns you actually hear decode the brainwave matrix which has been fed into your mind by your babel fish. Now, it is such a bizarrely improbable coincidence that anything so mind-boggling, mind-bogglingly useful could have evolved purely by chance, and some thinkers have chosen to see it as a final and clinching proof of the non-existence of God. The argument goes something like this. If I refuse to prove that I exist, says God, for proof denies faith, and without faith I am nothing. But, says man, the Babel fish is a dead giveaway, isn't it? It could not have evolved by chance. It proves you exist, and so therefore, by your own arguments, you don't. Dear, oh dear, says God, I hadn't thought of that, and promptly vanishes in a puff of logic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was easy, says man, and for an encore, goes on to prove that black is white and gets killed himself on the next zebra crossing. (laughs) 
Most leading theologians claim that this argument is a load of dingo's kidneys, but that didn't stop Ulan Kulhupid making a small fortune when he used it as the central theme of his best-selling book, Well, That About Wraps It Up For God. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, the poor Babelfish, effectively removing all barriers of communication between different races and cultures, has caused more and bloodier wars than anything else in the history of creation. Boom. Give it up for Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fun. Makes me actually want to read the book. Yeah, I need to watch the movie again. <clears throat> so long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it has come to this. So uh, once again, thanks Pat Cheesy, oh, Patrick Pat Coffin Jeez. for the so intros um, and all the cool segment intros and things. Yes. Um, hit him up for any audio engineering work or voiceover work. Yeah, um, and also thank you to Squarespace. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, not yet. Not but yet. hit us up, Squarespace. Hit us up, Squarespace. Um, if you want to follow us, if you you know if you like the show and you want to, we have some fun social media content. Follow us any at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TDLA Podcast. Oh, yeah. Or if you want to send in some listener email questions, give us some thoughts. Uh, whatever. Talk to us. Let's Talk have a conversation. Yeah. It's TDLA podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. What are some uh, What are some games that you uh, were really excited about with E3? Let us know. We'll have some video game fun times. Oh, and if you have any funny clips with funny audio that you'd yes. like us to play on the show. If you, I think I already said, would you rather? Yeah. Yep. All that. All that fun stuff. Thank you, guys. I hope you have a good week. I love you so much, Sean. I love you. Let me hold you. Love, love. We're holding hands, which love means is I love. can't push Pride the month. outro music. Pride month. Oh. Love is love. Bye. See ya.